Well, guys, <laughs> this, is this is about how it's going to go. Uh, welcome to the Casual Pros podcast. Uh, Really, it's an, uh, you know, we want to think of something cool and, uh, and, and really professional. Really, it's an excuse uh, for one of my absolute best friends in the world and I to get together and hang out and talk about life and share really with the rest of the world our thoughts on how we hurdle around the sun on an everyday basis. <laughs> I don't like how real you just got. We were dinking around right I when know. we started it. <laughs> you said, okay. Gotta flip it on. Gotta, t- gotta, t- gotta turn it You're on. You're good at pretending that the theoretical people who may or may not be there are there. Yeah, I guess that's true. Whereas yeah, me, people will just say, look into the camera, and I'm like, it's just another person. It's just a no, that's oddly true. shaped. Yeah, That's true, but I see it, and I go, that's eh, whatever. Yeah. I stay as casual. It's true. This is gonna be really funny for the people who aren't watching a video who are just listening. They're oh, like, "What do you? True. What do you mean a camera? Yeah, what do you mean you looked at it? <laughs> that's gonna be weird addressing two folks, two different theoretical folks. That's true. The ones who are listening and the ones who are watching. Yeah. Uh, speaking of folks, uh, I'm Jeff Easterling, uh, and I feel like I'm always supposed to say like where I work because that's normally what I'm doing on a stream. But I'm not. I'm just Jeff. That's it. It's uh, gonna make this so much easier. I know it is. Uh, just, just Jeff. <laughs> No matter what. Uh, and uh, I'm joined uh, again by one of my favorite people in the world, Ricari Austin. Uh, That's this voice. That it's weird is, because it we can't do the visual. I have to say, I I'm Ricari Austin. Oh, yeah. Get used to this. Which, which one's which? <laughs> I can't On tell them apart. On screen, we look exactly the same. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That'll be the question is uh, <laughs> whether video or audio is harder to tell us apart. <laughs> These guys are so dumb. That's it. Our, our podcast. That's is true. Over. That's true. In all honesty, a lot of this came about because we were just kind of trying to figure out a way. You know, we always talk about like we always enjoy the conversations that we have, uh, and so uh, other people seem to also enjoy being part of. I think some of those conversations, and we've been told by countless individuals that like, oh, you guys should do like, oh, I would listen to you guys talk about whatever, and uh, you know, we've t- that's the problem. What I is know. whatever? Yeah, because you and I both have been in the gaming industry for, for several years now and both in positions to where it's, uh, you know, we do a lot of like, you know, on-camera stuff or media content mm-hmm. type things. So it's real easy True. for us, to, I feel like, to drop into the mode of we're talking about a specific subject or we are marketing a thing or promoting a thing or whatever. But that's but, easy. Yeah, this is harder because we were like, we kind of specifically don't want to do that because... We well, already that's not do the hard that. Part. It's 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 fun to not talk about Xbox. Yeah, uh, to sell it. It's yes. fun to talk about the things yes. that we've been through and whatnot. It's tougher to sell myself. Oh yeah, I could not. I could go up there. We could and sell each other. Yes, I could yeah. do an episode of Inside <laughs> Xbox. Easy. Yes. E three stage presentation. Easy. Yeah. Give me your elevator pitch about who you are. Uh, <laughs> have you not seen my work? Yes, and that's not narcissistic. No, that's, no. It's like, I don't know what to say. I'm really here. hoping you have, because otherwise I've got nothing. Blank slate. But I guess that's a good kickoff point for <laughs> episode one, which is, what? What do we call this one? From fan to the man? Uh, uh, yeah, that is sounds that a, good. Is that yeah, a good way to, to go good. about this? How I think the it's, hell? It's, it's probably good because, uh, like, I would imagine that at least at first, uh, <laughs> You know, the nine people who care anything about what we're saying like right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I'm pushing for nine. uh, We'll 
maybe more likely have come from the gaming sphere in some sort of way, Mm -hmm. whether they're just friends of ours and we met them through gaming or colleagues or people who are maybe fans of franchises that we, that we've worked on. Colleagues. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you you and Jeff are doing what now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, the hell you're not. All right. Well, from being a fan to the man, I guess that implies that we were fans. So why don't, why don't you kick us off? And tell us your long, arduous path to doing whatever the hell it is you're doing now, since oh, we haven't introduced it. Yeah. Uh, so my my current job, uh, I'm a, a writer uh, for uh, 343 Industries for the Halo franchise. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, just a, a real short on that is like our team, you know, kind of oversees and creates and, and curates canon across the halo universe uh and if you're if you're coming from the non-gaming sphere halo's a, a long-running multimedia sci-fi franchise uh that a lot of people are into that we've been into actually we met because of of halo uh and so i have the the pleasure of working on the franchise now when you talk about getting into it like industry-wise man i was i was a fan of a halo way before I got into it, but was a definitely a fan of games and just playing games far before ever even thinking about even using it as, as an, as an industry thing. Like I came from on the professional standpoint, uh, I spent 20 years writing and developing interactive, like science education, entertainment, uh, in, at, at a science center in Florida, the museum of science and industry in Tampa. Uh, I also, I mean, I wrote programs for the Florida aquarium and for, uh, you know, other places as well. And then I spent like 14 years working in motorsports in a variety of different capacities. And then kind of like, uh, it was actually my first trip to Seattle. Uh, first time we met in person, okay, yeah, uh, at Halo Fest 2011 uh, and that was my brother, Matt, uh, came with me and I fell in love with the city, uh, and really just kind of fell in love with the industry. And I saw it in a new light because at, at, uh, Halo Fest, it was actually at PAX, the Penny Arcade Expo, kind of an annual gaming convention. Uh, and it was a 10 year anniversary at the time of halo. It was eight years ago, by yeah, the way. I don't want to talk about it. I know it's like, we're real close to the 20 year. Uh, but yeah, so it was a 10 year anniversary. So they had like, you know, luminaries of the franchise and the platform. Cause it was also Xbox's 10 year anniversary. And, uh, and I had, you know, always been a fan. And so when you kind of listen to these people on the creative side, talk about what they do and how they do it, it was very kind of a light switch moment of like, I had not really thought about the possibility of doing something like this professionally until then. But like, literally I remember like sitting in some of those panels and then kind of flying back and and thinking about it and being like, okay, I've decided that I want to see if I can do this now professionally. And at the time I had been doing, I'd been working at my current job for like a decade and a half. I mean, it was, you know, like actually more than that. And so you can even at a relatively young age, I was still, I was, I was like, well, maybe it's time for like a new cool adventure. Like how can we do that? And so, uh, getting into the particulars of like how that all went is certainly something that we can, we can talk about as well. But I mean, you're, you know, like you have a similar unconventional path into the industry. It's one of my favorite things about the gaming industry is that the unconventional way into it is now more and more the conventional way into it. This is true. Which is crazy. There's still like those classical methods, you know, to getting you, especially for certain disciplines and specializations, art and programming and engineering, you know, especially um, you have kind of like specified schools and programs and stuff like that that are, you know, oftentimes still the 
maybe the best way to get into it. But the gaming industry has changed a lot too. And so there's a ton more specializations and, you know, things that go into it from, from making the thing happen. Uh, so like, what about from your perspective? This one's like, so tough to explain. Just yeah. I realized everything that I knew about gaming beforehand, or at least the people that worked in it was completely yeah. false. <laughs> I never expected to have the career that I have. And I guess to give people at home, do I, Oh God, what was the movie where they start from the, the guy lost his memory. And he has to piece it together. Do we start at the end and then I go back and go through the little clues? Oh. But no, so the the result is right now I'm on screen talent. I guess that's the easiest way yeah. to put my, where my career is. A four hire gun who appears on a screen. media mercenary. Uh, yes, um, yeah. a media mercenary to talk about gaming. <laughs> but in the past, for free. <laughs> It's like the waypoint. It's like we're doing this right now. <laughs> it's we're, true. We're charging yeah. for this, by the way. <laughs> we're, now we're paying uh, to, to, yeah, to do this. Um, but in the past eight years, it revolved around community management and also did a, a stint with marketing. But beforehand, I was the guy that just loved Halo. I mean, I, you can everybody yeah. loves games. My mom, Mr. Loved Mr. Games. First in line. God. For some the, things, the, for a the, lot of the things. The luxury of being a local, too, which is To which Seattle, is nice. yeah. yeah. But, um, I mean, I grew up playing it all. I never thought that being across the water, Seattle being opposite of uh, Redmond and or Bellevue, was a possibility. I had no idea that world existed. And yeah. I, don't, I don't mean the world of gaming. I just thought they were developers. What do developers do? I don't know. They make the games. Yes. They're the guys that make the, the games. Weird, That's dark magic. Yeah. Never thought a thing of it. Never considered it. Not once. And I would always show up to events. Um, and yes, I was first in line for a lot of things. Yeah. There were some that I wasn't. But you start to, you, you would start to find the same group of people. Yeah. Over and over again, right? And like going to concerts. And if I really talked about my career beforehand these. that led to my field, it has nothing to do with it. Yeah. I sold mattresses. I sold cell phones. I, you know, played basketball in college. I worked at the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. None of the stuff, like you wrote, yeah, I, I guess you could say technically sales because I do think of community management as sales, even though the sales play is more yeah. attention, um, but it's also word crafting and whatnot. But so much of that is personality too. True. And so like I the, think the both I of us have, have always been, cause even like I like writing, like I wrote the programs, but then half the time I was also the one going out onto the floor and presenting yeah. and, uh, you know, blowing things up and setting stuff on fire and stuff at a science center. And so there was that element too, of the, the people interaction and yes, stuff like true. that too, which I think all, all helped eventually in the industry. What's funny is that's like in front of the camera or not because those communication skills, like when people ask about like, what kind of stuff should I study or what should I think? It was like, you know, talented. I want to tell them my I, bit. I, yeah. Because I feel like it's unconventional. I was like, Hey, you know, you yeah. can drop out of school and the one commonality I can think of is like communication mm -hmm. is like honing communication skills is important for everybody. It doesn't matter. Like, even if you are not in front of the camera or even if you're not, if like communication and, and, and that kind of storytelling aspect is not a part of your job, it's still like, you're still working with other people and other teams and True. being able to just oh, communicate God. your own ideas and your own perspectives on things and be able to kind of have discussions with other really talented professionals. But understanding that those other really talented professionals are all very different. Yes. It's almost a hustle. Yeah. And 
And sometimes I call it manipulation, even though I know it's not. <laughs> but it's knowing yeah. how to approach each group, yeah. what they want to hear, what their end goal is, and how you can fit into that. I mean, in some ways, it's like an engineered empathy. Yes, a that's way. a nice way. Yeah, you should, you should write. For I, sh- I should be a writer. <laughs> All right, so tell me about the day you got the call. The day you officially went from oh man fan to the man. Do you remember it? Oh yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Well, and and it's funny. Like my journey up, like uh, until it, um, I had some. Like I had some folks in the industry that were, that I had become friends with and that were really great as far as like kind of mentors and giving, you know, advice on things and stuff. People like Jessica Shea, uh, who was at three, four, three people like Justin Korthoff, uh, who had done a ton of stuff in community management specifically. And I, I felt like that was probably my best initial in potentially because I had become fairly like, moderately at least well-known like in certain halo community circles and stuff like that yourself short um (laughs) i'm I'm just i'm not getting any taller uh (laughs) but (laughs) but like this i can see yeah (laughs) (laughs) we start count do a little count on the video um but yeah so like uh, like i had gone i had i was a runner-up for like a, a few jobs that in my mind i was like Oh, that was my chance to get in. Oh, that was my chance to get in. You know, with, with uh, companies like 2K and EA and met amazing people. And and it was amazing. It was cool because like the the failures, I don't even really think of it as like failures, but like. Then you did. Then, yeah, absolutely. But looking back on it now and I'm like, man, the, the stuff in those interviews that I knew I nailed was great. And the stuff that I knew I didn't was really great for understanding kind of like what you know, where the deficiencies were and what I needed to, to learn and understand. And, but I, when I got the call, I was at my apartment, uh, in Tampa, Florida, my, uh, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, uh, uh, she was there and my sister was there actually. And my dad, I think was like on his way to, we were hanging out, like a few of us just like hanging out doing something. Uh, and I ended up getting the call, uh, like the offer. Um, and, and of course they both like cried. Uh, and I almost did like, and I cry over everything. Yeah. You're nodding your head. Yeah. I got over more and more now, especially it it was like, it took a little while to feel real. I feel like may and maybe in some ways too, because it was like such another world away. Like when you talk about like across the lake, you know, (laughs) like, like across Lake Washington and I am like in Tampa, Florida and going the opposite corner to, to the Seattle, Washington area. Um, and, but yeah, man, I absolutely remember that call. It was ridiculous. And it was kind of like, Oh, now what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, but like in all of the greatest ways too. So it was kind of like, you're like, okay, you're up, you know, like you get the call. Now you're in the game. Uh, and it's, that's the cool thing is, is, you know, being able to be given an opportunity to show kind of like what you can do. Um, I always, you know, I always say like, you know, who, you know, helps get you in what, you know, is what keeps you there (laughs) and what you know and what you can do, you know, because it's like, it's the, the networking and stuff like that is so, so key to getting a foot in the door, but you got to be able to, you got to be able to land three know. weeks into my job. What was your first one? What was the first job? Forum moderator. Okay. Well, I'll get to that in just a sec, but yeah. three weeks into it, touching on your point, um, David Ellis was talking to me Yep. and he said, best piece of advice I can ever give you. 
is to find ways to be helpful to multiple people. Yes. He's like, if you do that, you will always have a job. Yeah. And proof <laughs> I, yeah, right now. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Maybe one or two people too yeah. short, but yeah, either way. But that was multiple people, multiple teams. That's the, the best advice I ever received. He's saying, I'm not saying that you do work that you're not supposed to. Or yeah. You're doing their work, but you find ways to be a key asset. Yeah. Okay. That's something that stuck with me throughout all the years. But no, for a moderator was my first job. And I remember my call because um, mine was tricky. I didn't apply for anything ever, really. Again, it was just, mm, what yeah. was I doing? I was working at was it a mattress company. Or Matt? No, oh, T-Mobile, okay. yeah, yeah. T-Mobile was way before. I was working at a mattress company. Yeah. Uh, my friend owned it. So it was like a group of friends all yeah. working there. We had done deliveries before, but I was actually working in stores and helping sell. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't really looking for anything in life, nor was anything missing. I was just living. I mean, I was in my early 20s, like having fun with my friends and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I saw a tweet from Kristen Riley, who is now Kristen Booty, yeah. um, from Batgirl, that said, looking for a forum moderator, no relocation, must be local. <laughs> and I'm like, Wait, oh, 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 I shit. can do those things. Like, that, I'm, I'm local. That's a thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm local. I've moderated forums. So to rewind a bit, we had just got our forum moderation tools two months prior. Yeah. Because we were yes. Halo Waypoint uh, community leaders first. And then when we switch over to, was it Yaf or Gaff? Yeah, yeah because what's funny Yaff. is that these Yet stories these stories are intrinsically intertwined with how we met even true. in the first place. Very true. Like our path, our friendship's path is, is like inexorably tied to our industry path, but not on purpose. Not on purpose at all, like, which is why this makes sense. That's true. But um, we had got our forum moderation tools just two months prior. I don't know if you remember that, but we got them yeah. in September. Oh, yes. This is December that the job listing went up. Yeah. So I'm not, I didn't fudge my resume in any way, shape, or form, but I was like, yeah, I'm a forum moderator. I just played it cool. Like, yeah, yeah, I do this. Technically, that was not wrong. Because there was a group of us. It was it. like, what, a half dozen to a dozen at the time? or so, maybe. Okay, maybe it was a little bit more at the time, yeah. Because Sam was in there at the time. Yeah. So that lets me know that it was a class after me, at least. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I was thinking like X-Men. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as a, I, I saw the tweet, I responded. It was for Age of Empires Online. I did not think about the fact that Age of Empires was a Microsoft-owned property. And so was uh, Halo. Okay, yeah, that's true. So Kristen talked to Jess, or Jess talked to Kristen. I don't know if they just saw my tweet exchange. Yeah. Um, but I almost didn't apply. Like I didn't send in my resume for like a day or two. And Kristen said, Hey dude, what the fuck? Where's your resume? Literally <laughs> word for word. Like, I'll leave that out if I need to, but that's what she said. And I ended up sending it to her and she said, okay. Um, hooked me up with contracting agency and all that. And I went in for an interview with the agency or I had a phone screen with them. Yeah. Nervous as hell. Nervous as could be. And then I went in for an interview and I'm sitting there like, I have no idea. Like what to expect? Oh my God, this is Microsoft. Like I went to campus and all that. Yeah. She sat me down and she goes, why do you want to work for me? Very candid response came <laughs> out of my mouth. Well, everybody needs a job. So I was like, I know, <laughs> I, I know nothing about you other than our Twitter interactions. She goes, okay, great. Here's the role. And I remember being so confused. Like, um, how do I, this is not a question. This is not in the format of a question. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, Alex. Uh, yeah, right. You're giving yeah. me the answer first here. <laughs> do I I thought I knew question? this game. Yeah. <laughs> But she gave me the role. And obviously we went through stuff like, yeah, you've been moderating for Halo. You know, mm -hmm. have you done this and that? I'm like, yes. How do you feel about this? Hey, you do what you got to do. Everything's case by case. Apparently I answered them right. And 
30 minutes after that interview, the time it took for me to drive from Microsoft back to Seattle, go to my friend's house, tell them how it is. And my phone rings. I'm like, that's a contracting company. Pick it up. And they're like, yeah, they want to offer you the job. You'll start in a couple of weeks. I'm, like, ah! <laughs> I'm running around, spinning, doing circle. <laughs> and that was, I mean, that was all she wrote from there. Like it, it had been a wild one. I guess this will preface me into the next bit. How'd you end up doing what you're doing now? Because for me, I went from forum moderator. Yeah. Again, Kristen left. And then I, they said, we need somebody to write. And I was like, well, hey, I watch Jess write stuff all the time. I feel yeah. like I can write. It's funny because I dropped out of high school because uh, I didn't want to do survey of British lit. So an English class <laughs> kept me from getting my degree at Blanchette. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll write something. And I wrote something like, this is great. New boss came in. She's like, have you ever done social media? I go, no. Well, here, let's learn it together. Well, <laughs> You'll be perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, literally that. Yeah. You haven't been ruined yet. And then it was like, have you ever made video content? No. Okay, well, here's a camera. And then what? It turned into doing years of that. And slowly but surely, I'm to the point of being on camera. So I want to know what led you to Jeez. whatever it is that you do now. I mean, well, what's funny is it's it's still related. Like my, the, the first role that I had, uh, I've worked primarily for three main teams uh, at 343 on, on Halo, uh, transmedia, community, and, and franchise. And what's funny is in all three of those roles, there was a lot of crossover with all of the other ones and, and still is, uh, uh, which is one of the things I, I love about my job day to day is because we get to, you know, like I, I get to have my hands in so many different different aspects uh, creatively. Um, but my first role was helping like write and produce and curate the forward facing like online encyclopedia. They were doing a big full revamp of the website and they were going to do stuff. Uh, we had a, an application called the Halo Channel, uh, which was coming out and they wanted to have like these kind of like secondary encyclopedic entries. It was kind of an interactive type thing. And so and then I did all of the um like all of the technical kind of writing and all of the, like the UI text and everything for like that application. And for a lot of the new waypoint website. Um, and it's exactly, uh, I couldn't, I can't think of better advice than like what David Ellis told you, because that's, that's how it turned into continuing to stay there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was on contract, uh, different contracts for, for several years, like, you know, initially. Um, but it's always just like trying to be useful to as many people and teams as possible. Um, and also just genuinely wanting to help, not in a trying to game the system kind of way. Like I do just like love working with folks and helping them out in different ways and helping be part of the process to see an awesome thing get made. And so I think if you go into it too, with like a, a good and a positive attitude and with positive like intentions and assumptions about the people that you work with, hopefully that comes off in a really honest and genuine way. Um, because unfortunately, like a lot of industries, like our industry can sometimes be uh, you know, cutthroat in ways. And it, you, you, you do sometimes encounter people who like, well, I'm in it kind of for me and to accelerate, you know, accelerate my career. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe sometimes that's just the nature of like the world in general, where everybody's oh, like sure. really wanting to hold on to kind of like whatever they can get, which is totally understandable. Look, but it also worked, makes every... that one guy yeah, or girl, yeah, like, that one person yes, who yep. you can't stand. And if there's nobody around, that means that you're the person that nobody can stand. So yes, I get that. I get that for sure. I'm like, gosh, I'm second guessing everything now. Uh, but yeah, so, so I think it's, uh, it, 
it really is just that it's like trying to be useful. Uh, my, my wife always tells me like, she always, you know, makes fun saying like, we well, just kind of created your own roles and, you know, and niches. And that's, that's true. In some ways there would be a thing like, Hey, I really want to have this type of content pre- be produced. Can I? Yeah, sure. Okay. You know, and like, Oh, well, what about this? And then like, and then you eventually you get to a point where you, you, make yourself not irreplaceable because no one is irreplaceable. Uh, and it's always important to remember that, but like if you create needs kind of like for yourself, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a, that helps. You, <laughs> you have know? to be, and it's not just good enough. You have to be the best at what you're doing, but not irreplaceable. Cause if you're irreplaceable, you can never move up. But if you're not yeah, the best at true. what you're doing, it's true. you can be replaced. Yeah. Well, I think even get, and, and it's dangerous to ever assume that you're irreplaceable too. Cause that's where you find out really quickly that you always are Oh yeah, <laughs> like, Very like fast. especially in a huge, huge company and in a big industry, you know, and stuff like that. Like, you have to kind of approach it with a posture of, of humility and knowing kind of, you know, the role that you are playing and yet pairing that with confidence to be like, but I know I can do this thing and I know I can do it really well. And I've got ideas that I think will help, you know, the larger group people franchise, whatever it happens to be. I mean, so really all of professional life has been an adventure kind of related, you know, to all of that and those approaches. That's fun. Yeah. Scary. It is scary. Everybody's replaceable. That's true. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Even you that knows everything that there is to know about. And even people like, you know, my, my boss, a lot of times she will, she will say that, you know, like I have three writers and they know everything there is to know about Halo and collectively that's mo- that is mostly true, but there's a reason why there's three of us. <laughs> you know, there's a reason like, because <laughs> that's scary to say, but it's so like, true. like, like we have to have people, you know, she also says there's third one for a tiebreakers too. If we don't, you know, if we're arguing mm-hmm. about something, but, uh, but I mean, nobody's like perfect and you, and you, you have to, you know, be able to rely on your colleagues and, and it's made all of the richer by the people that you get to, to work with. I mean, that's always, what's funny is, People always ask, you know, what's your favorite part about working in this dream job? Because it is a dream job and it's still the people. It's always the people like it's it is the people like I get to play around in one of my absolute favorite franchise and literally make things up for a living. And yet it's still the people that I work with. Sir, how dare you for. classify that uh, as lowly as made up? Yeah, that's that true. is real. That does not come from the brain. That of is fair. It depends on who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think that's a great kind of kickoff for what we're trying to do here um, is, it, like I said, it's just it's kind of an excuse. And, you know, for us to talk about what we do, because in some ways, I don't know about you. I kind of like doing this as a, almost a time capsule for myself, like for posterity to yeah. remember and be in the moment when we're in the moment. I think it's really easy to get way down the road and then forget what those early feelings. I think it, it, it'll be nice. I know. It, it, Long ago. I know. God, we if only have. we did a modcast, like, oh, <laughs> we had like, you know, you know, a, a dozen or more episodes of some <laughs> other, some other venture that we'll have to, to dig up. But uh, I mean, I think, you know, to speak to what you can expect from us going forward, is we're not sure. Uh, we're not sure what to expect because we, I know we want to talk about a lot of different things. We want to talk about like games and industry, obviously, because it's a huge part of our lives, but also just life and how life happens in and along and because of and in spite of what 
we do, uh, you know, going to work. You know what I realized? Uh, granted, this is episode one. This is going to have to be one of those season opener two-parters. Because yeah. I feel like there's still so much more to talk about in this bit. We, I think we I think we can. I think so we look, should. There's obviously more. Yeah. I would say click on episode two. True. Which will be uh, from... From fan to the man, part two. Part two. We'll call it that. Yes. And then that's a good spot for us to end this one, yeah? That sounds good. All right, Jeff. I'll see you in all yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. And hopefully we'll see the rest of you in 30 seconds as well. All right. Bye.